temperatures keep going higher and higher in December. Extraordinary. Again, yesterday, six degrees in Regina. And uh, I lost money, too. I know that because uh, I had forecasted a high of uh, only plus three, but with no snow, hardly any snow at all on the ground. The pavement is not that cold either, and it just uh, it seems to be warming up even more than the forecasted temperatures. Moose Jaw, 9 degrees. Swift Current got up to 11, breaking the old record of 8 from 99. Maple Creek yesterday, 13 degrees. It was like light jacket weather. Instead of a park eye, I was actually out walking around yesterday in my hoodie and doing some errands. Walking the dog in the evening has never been more enjoyable as it is right now this this time of year, and this uh, mild trend will not only end the year, but start in the new year. However, there are signs that it's going to break down next week. I know it's only the long range. Seven days away, I start to see uh, temperatures, daytime highs in that minus 12 to 15 range for the highs, either uh, next Wednesday or Thursday. So that's a sign it's going to get a little colder. You know it's going to happen. We're going to get it. But until then, man, extraordinary weather again continues here on this, the last weekend of 2023. It's not going to be miserably cold if you're out New Year's Eve. Honestly, I'll probably barbecue. Because my New Year's Eve plan the last few years is always the same. I stay home. My place has everything. Cheap drinks, heavy pours upon request. It's my favorite spot on the couch. There's no bathroom lines, no cover charge, VIP fridge access, live performances by staring at the ball drop on television, and, of course, scrolling mindlessly on my phone to see what everyone else is doing New Year's Eve on social media. Staying home has its benefits. My, 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 how times have changed. (laughs) Never used to be like that years ago. Let's go to the bar. Let's go out for dinner. Anyhow, I hope you have a great weekend planned. On my CJME Morning Show Facebook page, it made me smile this morning because I was asking, with the year almost over, what was your biggest feel-good moment of the year? And I, I smile because I'm happy for, like, Twyla Smith, who said, not only welcoming two grandsons, but completing 16 rounds of chemotherapy and ringing the bell in her uh, breast cancer fight. So congratulations, Twyla. That is awesome news. Greg Johnson said something similar. My sister battling and beating cancer was my feel-good moment of the year. What about yours? one 877 Sandra Nash said, going on an Alaskan cruise with my husband. My son and his girlfriend. It was a wonderful trip. I just a moment ago, I thought, hmm, my year in pictures. As I scrolled quickly through the last year. And and I feel pretty good about what I accomplished. Uh, You know, I I went to Greece for the first time. That was marvelous. I highly recommend it. My partner, she and I, we took up rowing just for fun. That was pretty cool. I was Did our annual Cypress Hills trip. That was a blast, as always. We'll do that again in the new year. Oh, went to South Dakota. Hadn't done that since we were kids. Go to Mount Rushmore and the Tilted House and all those crazy things you grew up. Perhaps having taken the drive to South Dakota and 
and done the same. That was a good trip. I highly recommend that. If you've got a young family and want to go stateside without having to break the bank, it's not that bad. Of course, the exchange is bad, but going to South Dakota on a family vacation is fun. Went to Vancouver a few times, so it's been a great year. one 877 or the CJME Morning Show Facebook page. What was the biggest feel-good moment of the year for you? Let me know. Lots of people looking north yesterday in the city, wondering what all that smoke was from. And, of course, as you were uh, listening to CJME, where we're bringing you live updates, that fire that broke out at Wheat City Metals around 1 yesterday afternoon. Firefighters got it under control and continue to monitor the air quality even. Never forced any evacuations. Fire was pretty contained. But at the time, you could see the plumage of that thick black smoke coming from the scrap metal recycling facility on Pasco Street there from uh, just about everywhere in the city, it, it seemed. And uh, thankfully, not hearing of anyone injured. That's always good news. Some photos of the smoke and flames now on the CJME website, cjme.com. And our reporter, Jillian Massey, there this morning already looking it over and said it appears to be still smoldering and firefighters are still on the scene. Every life we have some trouble But when you worry you make it double Don't worry Be happy Don't worry, be happy now Well, I do believe a lot of people are happy with this weather right now But I also know it's a bit of a concern for farmers Even snow companies Snow removal companies I feel for them Not many hours so far this winter, and uh, I got to think the city is saving a little on the snow removal budget. But one big wallop could uh, mow through that pretty quickly, I'm sure, but nothing really showing up in the long range just yet. Getting colder uh, towards the middle of next week, but I don't see any snow just yet. Farmers not panicking totally yet, but growing a little concerned. I had a few uh, farming friends in for the holidays. They were saying the same thing. Uh, not to panic yet. Definitely need the moisture. The president of the uh, Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities, Ray Orb, said producers are hoping that Mother Nature works in their favor in the new year. Some producers have told me they have a little bit of moisture to get the crop growing. What happens after that is really up to Mother Nature. But uh, if uh, no snow, we'll definitely need some heavy rain in the spring to saturate the ground and fill up uh, the wells and dugouts. But uh, yeah, nothing really coming just yet. As far as snow. Yet, in this province, it's hockey, hockey, curling, hockey, 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 right? Right now, over the Cooperator Center, the uh, Sask First Under 15 uh, Top 160 tournament is on right now. Our Regina Pats are in Moose Jaw tonight. They'll be home Saturday night against Brandon. And of course, today, the World Juniors, maybe more of this. Long lead pass, fine, Celebrini in alone, Celebrini back, headshot, score! Yeah, Celebrini had a goal and four assists in that last game, and now we wait to see what he can rack up against uh, the host nation Sweden today. Pre-game will start at noon here on 980 CJME, and the puck drops at 1230. The last win moved Canada to first place in Group A, six points, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see them complete the round robin New Year's Eve, too, against Germany as well. Hey, do you have any New Year's traditions? Now, I know I used to 
B for me. Head out for dinner and then off to the bar in my younger days. Then it just got down to, oh, let's go out for dinner. Now it's, let's stay home. We'll either order in or we'll barbecue. Got a bar- barbecue this uh, this New Year's Eve, too. Stay home with the kids. Likely play some board games. Maybe watch a movie. Sometimes I'll just flip the TV on to what, whatever coverage there is. From New York or wherever. The classic Dick Clark ball drop from New York is a biggie, of course. Although it seems to be falling out of favor as a destination for travelers to bring in the New Year. Because of the expense, right? To get a hotel close to Times Square, it's hugely expensive. Heck, even if you were to watch the ball drop from the Applebee's in Times Square, they're charging $800 US for a table near the window. But it is an open bar at Applebee's. Don't get me wrong, I love Applebee's. Anytime I go to Minot, it is a must. I could eat there three times a day. I don't know what it is. The Applebee's in Minot, it's so delicious. Anyhow, Nashville is quickly becoming the New Year's Eve destination spot. In fact, the last few years in Nashville, they've been staging major uh, concerts on various stages throughout the city. and It's attracting hundreds of thousands of visitors now on New Year's Eve. In fact, CBS... Last year, and again this year, they're live this New Year's Eve from Nashville with all the entertainers there. Vegas, still a hot destination. If you've never been to Vegas for New Year's Eve, it's worth it. They closed down the strip. It's a blast, all the fireworks. But uh, New Year's Eve traditions, what are they for you? one 877 What do you like to do New Year's Eve? I mean, she is one of the best, and that's one of my favorite female artists that we lost in 2023. Last May, uh, Tina Turner passed away. I think she was, what, 83? What a trailblazer she was, and just so many great hits. That was a, a big musical loss this year, for sure. Tony Bennett, that was another one, too. I'm not even a huge fan of Tony Bennett. He's just so damn cool. I've got a few uh, pieces of vinyl, actually. That last uh, Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett album, I bought that. That's really good to toss on if you're having a dinner party. But uh, I just, it was so sad, too, how, you know, his his mind went to dementia. I could relate to that, having lost my mother to that. And uh, it was amazing to see some of his last performances, how he took to the stage, not knowing who he was talking to prior to the stage, but on stage he could still... Just deliver the show. That was rather remarkable. How remarkable was your 2023? That's my question on the CGME Morning Show Facebook page. Or text one 877 What was your biggest feel-good moment of the year? This was an interesting one I received from Dean Tolls. I was unaware that there was a Team Canada entered in the Junior Roller Derby. And Team Canada won the bronze medal of the World Championships, which were in France, I guess, this past July. And there were several Saskatchewan skaters on it, too. He tells me Ella Tolls and Ella uh, Goodmanson, and even the coach, Raina Owen, from Saskatchewan. So, Dean, thanks for enlightening me on that. I had no idea. That's cool. Uh, Bernadette Ripplinger said, what made me feel good this year? Well, was helping to uh, raise... Cat food for the Humane Society. She she collected over 1,200 cans of cat food. Way to go, Bernadette. 
some amazing work in our community done by so many like Bernadette. And well, here's Tanya Gattinger said, getting the new job at a potash mine with an amazing company was uh, my feel good moment of the year. What's yours? one 877 Throughout the morning, I'm going to offer whether you want it or not. Some of my best ofs or some of my recommendations or some of my favorite things I did, I saw, I experienced over the year. Let me talk to you about streaming for a moment. Now, I know what shows I'm looking forward to in, in 2024. I've been waiting a long time. And if you're a fan of Yellowstone, you probably are too. The last half of the season, right, of Yellowstone. Man, it's taken forever. It was supposed to be this year. Now it's next year. And without Kevin Costner, right, too. I also love The Boys on Prime, by the way. And uh, there's a new season of The Boys coming out sometime in the new year. I'm looking forward to that. But if you were to ask me, what was the best TV show I streamed in 2023? Harrison Ford came through for me here with Helen Mirren. This is the Yellowstone. And you have no rights here. Jacob, you can't start a range war. Range war's already started. Yeah, the Yellowstone prequel, it's called 1923. You don't even have to have seen the Kevin Costner Yellowstone series to enjoy this one. It's majestic. It's breathtaking. It's suspenseful. Each episode costs a reported $8 million to produce, right? So it looks, it looks epic. Every episode is like a mini movie to watch. That was my favorite one to uh, to stream this year and watch. 1923. It's only like eight episodes if you want to watch it this New Year's Eve weekend. And if you're if you're watching a good western like that, you need a good whiskey. So my favorite whiskey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a whiskey drinker, but I, I you know I'm always a fan of Basil Hayden uh, bourbon. But uh, I want to give props to my friends at uh, Last Mountain Distillery this Christmas. I was given a bottle of their caramel whiskey. Whew. That is delicious. Just let it rest in the back of your tongue when you take that first sip before you let it slide down. It's delicious. Highly recommend it. And I know Colin has been churning out some award-winning whiskey in the last year, too. He's won major awards against some of the big uh, whiskey makers in Canada. So they're doing some good stuff out there, Lumsden. Thank you, Colin and Meredith, on that. It's, uh, it's my favorite that I tasted. You got one? For New Year's Eve, one Again, yesterday, it got warmer than we thought it would. We hit six degrees. Moosha was nine. You folks in Swift Curve were up to double digits, 11 above you. You broke an old record from 99 in Swift yesterday. It was eight degrees in 1999, but 11 yesterday. Maple Creek was up to 13, too. It, 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 it's been light jacket weather. Instead of Parkers, we're just doing hoodies, and if we are wearing anything that's a winter jacket, it's probably unzipped as you wander around. It's crazy. With uh, the end of the year almost upon us, there are a ton of best of lists. And a list of the biggest news stories, for instance, that are out there, too. Here's a silly one. Tim Hortons is out with its list of most ordered items in Canada. 
No surprise, the double-double was tops. But for donuts, the apple fritter knocked the Boston cream out of top spot. Thank you, Tim Hortons, for sharing that. I had a moment or two over the holidays. Had some lots of friends and company uh, getting together. I was reflecting with some of them on the holiday break about... I, I was quizzing them, being that I'm in the occupation of talk radio. I was curious what they felt were some of the most captivating stories of the year locally. And a survey, very unscientific, of about 20 to 22 people, I think, all seemed to to come to this consensus, that the story that they kind of remembered the most this year... Regina! Experience Regina! And here's the crazy thing about that story, too. It was a pretty hot topic. You'll remember, I'm sure. But I can still, in fact, remember the week that came out. And, and I was at a big hockey tournament over at the Cooperator Center. And there was a lot of people uh, laughing and eye-rolling over, oh, well, that's not too original. But it was an earworm, right? People were walking around going, Regina! And, you know, the line, the city that rhymes with fun, that became so controversial. It had been around for years. Also not too original, created... Even more eye rolls, too, right, in the association with that. And then, of course, throughout uh, the next day or two, online warriors began making an even bigger deal of, of, of how offensive it was. And it just grew and grew and snowballed. I'm not saying at all it was a great idea for tourism campaign. I didn't mind the jingle, personally. I thought it's, it was enough of an earworm to, to kind of work in the long run. But, of course, um, hearing the line... The city that rhymes with fun, used by previous mayors and officials candidly in years past. It it really became a bigger issue than ever before, as times have changed. And again, it, it, it was a dumb idea to use it with the tourism Regina campaign, in my mind. But that line hasn't gone away. Heck, I, I noticed, you know, it was on the back of a hoodie Just Bins was promoting in the merchandise line. And I'd be curious to hear how big of a seller it was for them. For the last few months, it's been on their merchandise page. But anyhow, Experience Regina seemed to be one of the biggest talkers of the year. And it did make news around the world, too, right? Some said, well, that's not very good. Uh, Even the worst (laughs) sometimes is good for the city. I guess what I would really love to see, wouldn't it be interesting to see the numbers on tourism? See if it affected us at all in comparison to... You'd have to go to pre-pandemic levels, right? Because you can't count the pre uh, the pandemic. But that's what I'd be really curious in. How did it really affect our tourism? What are the more positive stories of the year? I have to point to uh, that uh, BHP potash expansion, right? Over time, as it develops, it'll, it'll become the biggest potash mine in the world eventually. Over in Chanson there, about 140 clicks east of Saskatoon. And then uh, back to my very unscientific poll of my friends and family. What was one of the more captivating stories nationally? They all seem to uh, come together on uh, the the watch for the submersible, right? The sub with five people aboard headed down to look at the remains of the Titanic. A lot of people I spoke to in my family remembered how they were captivated. Of course, people reported missing the countdown, how much air they had, and that deadline passed and... Now it was just a recovery mission, and inevitably they discovered it had imploded, but that was last June. That was another story that seemed. And the wars in Ukraine and Israel also. 
uh, were a big part of uh, what they recall as big stories. That was my unscientific poll. Just thought I'd share that with you.